0: Hey, Andy, what's the metaverse? Oh, Marcus, let me tell you a story. A story,
1: story, story. Metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. Oh, and welcome to The Miseducation of Styling, the show that explains the ins and outs and some of the hardest truths of working in fashion. My name is Marcus. And my name is Andy. And, and we're, we're your hosts, hosts of this fabulous show. show.
0: We're here to tell you all about our experience in this crazy industry and open up the door to honest conversations about what
1: it really means to be in the fashion industry. Today, we will be talking all about the metaverse and what the hell it is. Ooh, I don't know what the hell it is. Do you know what the hell it is? I do not know what the metaverse well, is. Well, we're going to find out Disclaimer. today. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Hello. Hi, Marcus. How are you doing today? I am good, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Today's my birthday. Oh. i know bitch turn 22 part
1: three it's gemini season it is
0: baby which means your birthday is coming up too my birthday is also coming up i turn bleep bleep (laughs) (laughs) i'm not at the atrium (laughs) (laughs) no we're so excited to be here today with y'all talking about what the metaverse is i know that this is where we're going with fashion with the world and with everything and so what is the metaverse marcus what is the metaverse to you
1: Metaverse to me is this abstract concept of something that has already happened and mm. is currently still happening in terms of what the internet, social media, everything that is digital, everything that is Bluetooth, everything that is connected to something else via, uh, waves and signals and what have you. Uh, it's all of those things kind of all encompassed into like one, um, and it's how those things become different, like, utilities for, I guess, like, the planet, but also at the same time how they start to, like, sort of integrate themselves so seamlessly into people's lives. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's what the metaverse is to me. I think that's kind of, like, what it's... what it's. I think that's what most people in their head think of as the metaverse, and I feel like mm. that because I am not as cute in as maybe some people over in Silicon Valley... True. Um, I mean, you're cuter than them, but yeah,
0: maybe not. I mean,
1: (laughs) what is the metaverse to you?
0: Um, Okay, so in the simplest terms, the metaverse to me is an online persona in an online world. That's like the simplest way for me to say that. And what I mean by that is like, it's just our everyday lives online. And that goes from everything from learning to the way we do bank transactions, the way we communicate, to the way we create art, to the way we collaborate, like it's all online. And so and to me, that's kind of what the metaverse is and why it's already existed now, because like we already are living so much of our lives online. So that's kind of what I think the metaverse is. Um, According to Google, the definition of the metaverse is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with a computer-generated environment and other users. I think that's pretty much what we both said. Kind of, yeah. Now, I will say we're not experts. (laughs) We are not experts. I don't think anybody really is, honestly, on the metaverse. I don't. It's such a brand new thing, honestly. At least not even Mark Zuckerberg. Like honestly, <laughs> and I think that a lot of people. I'm glad you brought him up because I think a lot of people think of the metaverse as Facebook's world or as like Facebook's new online presence, and that's not it yeah. at all. No, Facebook kind of just named it, honestly, and not even because I've heard that metaverse names um, go back all the way from. The 1990s is what I was I, I, I did I was not talking. know that. Yes. The first term in, of metaverse, I believe it was in 1999. So that's 25 years ago at this point. Like, that's crazy, honestly, that the metaverse has already been existing
1: far longer than we even knew about it.
0: So I think that's really cool.
1: I mean, the internet's been out since, like, what, like the 70s? Yes. Late 60s, 70s, something like that. So it's like, I feel like a lot of these concepts, too, and things that are probably, you know, propagated now. Mm-hmm. There had to have been, like, other. In fact, even I even think I looked up. Uh, this bitcoin's technically been around since like the 80s or something really? like that yeah like like i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna flood it like cause mm-hmm. I ha- this is something that i looked up a while ago so i'm not gonna give any t- too many specifics but go look it up there was a specific coin that was digital mm-hmm. that it had a different name and it was like out around like like the the 80s 90s something like that interesting it's, it, was, it was there before bitcoin interesting
0: it really does make me wonder if You know, this has kind of been the plan the entire time with, like, the next step of human evolution. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense. We've been moving into a digital age for my entire existence. I mean, like, are we in the simulation? Like, actually. (laughs) I'm like,
1: can I get a cuter
0: outfit for my (laughs) my character? (laughs) Oh, that's my job?
1: (laughs) I mean, like can I do we have cheat codes like can I just like like you know just stack my bank account mm-hmm. like I just sort of feel like if this is the case totally which is why I'm just like maybe we're not in the simulation because if we were I think I would have figured this out by now
0: true true especially us we would have figured it out <laughs> we'd be underground somewhere in some <laughs> little hut no I think it's crazy but I do think that the metaverse is sounds so out there because it really is all of these sci-fi movies that we grew up watching and I think that's why it's kind of hesitant for us to like dive fully in and just society because most people are kind of scared. And honestly, if those movies taught us anything, it taught us that we should be, honestly, because digital opens up so many possibilities, but it also does not define the rules of living at all. Like there are no rules no. at all. And I think that it, and I think that you can say that with anything technological or anything online, at the birthplace of what it is, it starts out with no rules. Instagram, no rules. Facebook, no rules. Like everything starts out with no rules, and then the rules are then added as we continue mm-hmm. to figure it out. So I would assume that it'd be the same. Except the Twitter.
1: Twitter. Twitter never... Twitter continues You're to right. have no rules. You're right. <laughs> Twitter
0: has no rules, and we'll see what happens when Elon's on that, because it could change. Girl. Yeah. I'm really hoping for... That it doesn't end up as Tumblr,
1: because... Who's R- Tumblr? I, R-I-P
0: <laughs> her. Literally. Like, <laughs> Tumblr? Her Tumblr. Her. <laughs> no we do miss her but i don't know that's kind of what i think the metaverse is
1: i don't i don't really know honestly i think that's kind of part of the fun you know um no i think it's definitely part of the fun like i think kind of sitting there and getting to speculate is really really fun with the metaverse but I feel like there are some things that are already being like implemented like now totally. I feel like you were talking about some things actually
0: totally I think that there are a couple different things that I've been like kind of stepping my foot into the world of NFTs Um, I was telling you a little bit about Decentraland which okay.
1: wait what's Decentraland?
0: Decentraland from my best understanding is an online world created by the users for the users and like mm. it sounds so like hippy dippy shit honestly but It's, like, it's literally an online, like, place where you get to go and, like, kind of build your own world, such as, like, a video game, honestly.
1: But that is, like, to to that point and to that whole concept, that is a lot of what the metaverse seems to be. Mm. Um, It seems like a lot of it is, like, the people crafting their own things because, Mm. you know... Oh god, it's going to get into some like weird areas, but I'm just going to like I'm, I'm going to go for it. Go for, it for a little bit. It's like this whole new undiscovered land. Totally. That people are just like running towards and trying to uh, claim claim um, and that's really interesting to me in terms of like that digital landscape. And in terms of like, you know, what we can do with that especially cuz when you go back to
0: it you go back to the fact that there are no rules. So like even with Decentraland from my best understanding was it was a bunch of software developers that kind of came together to create a space and now it's kind of turned into public space, which is really interesting because how does something that was created by someone now public? And like why would it be public? Like who's making money? How are they making money? Like that's what's so interesting with the metaverse because it's like there's obviously money involved and there's gotta be a ton of it mm-hmm. it's just where is it and what is it doing and like who's getting it
1: not us <laughs> not yet not yet
0: <laughs> no i think it's really interesting um of the opportunities that can come from this because within the metaverse i mean we have like we talked about the last episode mm-hmm. a whole bunch of things with digital fashion um you have just being able to create different types of advertising create different types of um all creative concepts such as movies or or editorials or everything you can create so much online and i think that within the metaverse we're only taking that one step further um and i think that some people when we think of the metaverse we think of like ar or vr and like virtual reality Um, reality exactly and like i think that a lot of people think that that's what the metaverse is to me it's just a tool to use for
1: the metaverse if that makes sense well i feel like most of the things that are involved with the metaverse are tools right exactly even even something as basic i mean like as basic Even, like, NFTs, you know. um, Not basic. (laughs) um, (laughs) Still triggering those out. (laughs) I mean, they're just one of those things where I'm just, like... For me, they kind of came out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, what is this thing? You have, like, this little uh, weird uh, avatar person Mm -hmm. that uh, you sell and trade to other people. And, like, you go up and down in the value. But then I kind of thought about it. And I was just like, you know... I used to play World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. And... They used to on on those uh, on in World of Warcraft. I remember you if you got your character up super high level, then you like got all the things and you made them look really badass. You could mm. sell your character for real money.
0: Interesting. So it isn't like
1: a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing with the metaverse that maybe scares people a little bit isn't so much that all these concepts are new. It's just that they're so much more blatant on the open. Yeah, I mean. It's funny that you said that, because at one point
0: I remember talking to someone about the metaverse, and they asked me, and I couldn't think of any other way to s- explain it, but by saying it's, like, real club penguins. <laughs> because... Real club penguins <laughs> or neopets! Exactly, or neopets, because it's literally, like, your online persona, that you're going to take care of, that you're going to mm-hmm. dress, that you're going to interact with people. Like, it's literally to the definition of what the metaverse is. Yeah.
1: So it's no different, it's just... Taking it seriously in an aspect? I guess, yeah. And I guess it's, like, because everybody else is sort of on board, you know, it's, like, you you're, you're saying before with, like, um even some, like, the labels getting on board with yes, this. Yes, yes. Um, and just sort of, like, you know, even, I think, fashion right now, there's this push for there's oh, – there's been a push for digital for, like, the past couple of years. But, like, right now it's getting, like, if you're not, like, kind of thinking in that, like, sense of, like, how can we make this more internet? How yeah. can we make this more palatable online yeah. type thing – or like online and also like accessible and also interactive.
0: Mm. It's true because people are bored of photos and like and I think that that kind of like turns it doesn't mean that we have to make videos it just means we have to do something different yeah and I think that the metaverse kind of opens up those opportunities because if I I think that one thing I want to do and I don't want to share all my secrets or everything or what I'm working on but I really want to collaborate with someone who fully makes digital AIs Mm -hmm. because then I can fully come up with for my own brand and also for my styling I can fully come up with concepts from my computer and they can be to completion they don't need to be anything uh, involved with anybody else i can go from beginning to end online with
1: the help of somebody else or by myself and get that shit done but that's one of those things too where it's like you have to uh because the the metaverse is sort of still in the process of creating itself Mm -hmm. it's almost like not only do you have to create that lane but then you have to create that need so you can eventually like turn it into you know like a part of their workflow
0: it's true and i guess when like i was first getting involved in like nfts and like the metaverse and understanding it i think for me the first thing that i was like i want to create digital clothing because i think that this is going to be something that as of right now the market may not be existing for it but it will be at a certain point and now is the time to learn it you know and if i could create digital clothing of garments that are all up in my head i am then becoming a little bit more sustainable mm-hmm. because i'm not you know wasting products and having Things packaged and getting them sent wherever, it's digital. You it can literally be sent on with the click of a button. And it just be so freaking cool to be able to see my life or my work come to life right there in front of me instead of being involved with every single little part to get there. But it's still like a whole bunch to learn. It's not like, you know, I'm gonna take this as the easy way out yeah. instead of going to like design school or something. It's still a whole bunch to learn. And honestly, it's kind of it's kind of harder because there's so much still unknown, and there's so much still being figured out right now within within the metaverse and within digital art and digital
1: AIs. Well, I think the other thing too with it is like you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to be learned, and there's a lot to kind of like parse through. It's such a time for collaboration, definitely. I think, um, and that's what a lot of that's what that's what a lot of people are doing just in general right now. People are kind of coming together, and I guess the metaverse kind of lends itself to that, right? Yeah. Where it's like. Okay, so I don't know how to projection map or something like yes. that. Like <laughs> neither do I. Let me. Let me yeah, I don't. I do in fact, know how to projection map. Um, but I can find somebody in like Lithuania who does. Totally. Like I actually can do that right now. And like, and if they need some sort of like fashion styling sort of like thing, they need like you know an, some art direction. Mm-hmm. I can totally do that. And it's like, you could, you know, come up with a whole project, put a, the entire thing together mm-hmm. via, like, literally 20 people can work on the same project right now without ever meeting each other. And
0: that's crazy. That's so crazy because it takes video calls and and that concept of interacting with with technology to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. The possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. And I'm so serious. Like, when it comes to designers, I really could see, you know, just the whole world of fashion changing because, because there are, you know, these kind of like... Even breaking it down as a designer is like mine, breaking it down to the types of fabrics that you're using, the types of silhouettes that you're going for. There's a lot of little parts that go into getting that to make it happen. Mm -hmm. All of the pleating, all of the, you know, all of the different details, even the pants I'm wearing right now, like the pockets, it's a lot of details. And as someone that's just getting into the field, you may not know how to do that unless you've seen someone else do it. Mm -hmm. But with digital, if you're watching online, you can see inspiration around you all the time. And you're like, how can I figure out how to make that? By myself from my bedroom if I wanted to, and I think that that's really cool. Honestly, no, me too. I mean,
1: I feel like it's like a, so we're kind of like that generation of people where like if it's on YouTube, you can learn how to do it. It's true. Everything's on YouTube. Fully, like a hundred percent. Every everything is, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like except styling. Except <laughs> actually, oh, I have found videos. Really? And
0: yeah, I found some things.
1: That's for that's for another podcast. It's true, but it's like.
0: True.
1: <laughs> Um, but no, I, f- I find that like, you know, we're kind of moving into this, like, it's almost like DIY, but like DIY digital, like, you know, if you could find it, if you can find out how to do it on the internet, you can find it like, like, I think we were discussing this, uh, earlier, but it's like, um, everything on the internet is so niche now, yes. right? Yes. So it's kind of like, there's a world that exists for you almost anywhere on it, mhm- it doesn't even take that much scrolling at this point. It's true. Um, you know, like, even with, like, Instagram, when you kind of, like, think about it sometimes, it's like, the algorithm is literally just a reflection of you. Yes, it's true. Like, when you, like, it, like let's take away, like, the the, the follower counts and things. Like, mm-hmm. let's take away that part. When you see your pages or your For You page or wh- whatever whatever thing you're on, on whatever social media you're on, it is just a... Little encapsulated reflection of who you are as a person. Fully, totally. it's your online persona. Which I remember I started thinking about that the other day. I was just like, oh, so these are all of the things that I like, like a lot. Wow, that's wild. Mm. Um, but it's it's kind of like it's like we've, we've, what you were saying before. It's like it's been going in this direction, and it's almost just like all that data is being amassed about like literally every single person on the planet is kind literally. of just like, yeah. Are you like, are we that shocked that there's maybe a whole other like world that is just being created that is wrapped in that data? I guess when you put it like that, not at all. I just had an epiphany. And, like, you know, Fully, I, like, this is also me, somebody who, like, does not know anything about this really, but this is just like the, 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 What I'm surmising right now, it just that makes perfect sense because it's like, why would they have been
0: collecting all of this data for years and years and years if not to create uh, the next
1: step of our evolution? And disclaimer: we are not a conspiracy theory. Not Not, 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 not now. We are still a fashion podcast. (laughs) This Um, is just speculating on what the fuck the metaverse is. Yeah, this is just. I mean, I I mean, like we've been just trying to figure this out. I feel like for we've been talking about the metaverse for like a minute. It's true. We have been, and we definitely wanted to do this podcast for a minute, this Mm -hmm. one specifically. But like, I mean. Yeah, no, I I just sort of feel like it's almost like you have the information, so yeah, the next thing is to construct
0: the thing, right? It's so interesting, too, because it's like, okay, so we're talking about all of the things you can make with the metaverse and digital online world and everything, but... It goes beyond that too within communications and like we've been talking about just, you know, the fact that we can see inspiration from China or or these like designers that are popping up in Russia. It's like without the metaverse and without online personas and all of this social media bullshit, honestly, it would not be possible to be able to mm. see these things and in the mass ways that we do now you know at least to the the quickest possible ways of just being able to open up your phone and and check out what kim kardashian was just wearing you know it's crazy to think about but like
1: i mean but like it's it's crazy to think about but it's like when you i remember reading something and i'm only gonna say this because you bring up kim kardashian i remember reading about this but it's kind of like this this, sort of this way um this way somebody basically explained this when it comes to like selling and buying and like, you know, like what we like to, what we like to procure and the things that we like to garner, they use the Kardashians as, a, as an example. Mm. And i like, honestly, if there's anybody who knows how the internet works, it's Kim Kardashian. It's true. Um, Bitch made it. She did. Um, Bitch broke it and then made it. <laughs> she, yeah, she did. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, while you're looking into the screen, it is reflecting back at you. Like they like, the product that you're buying is also observing you, and sometimes that product, Interesting. sometimes that product, you know, like okay, for her, for example, yes, she has Skims, and that is her product. But the thing that really sells the product is kind of her, it's her body, yeah, because like you know, it's like the lifestyle sort of like energy, and you know, we've talked about inter- that in terms of like fashion in general, like you know, like you're selling a lifestyle, and some people, you know, then you know, you 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 uh, disseminate that down into like influencer culture in general, mm. where it's just like. You don't necessarily even care about the thing as much as you do about the lifestyle surrounding the thing, right? What's selling? But the metaverse does this cool thing where it's kind of like those same sorts of metrics that you think you're getting about that person, they're also sort of like getting about you, right? Mm -hmm. Like the information is like the information kind of goes out, hits that person, comes back, and then goes back to you. Like we think we're watching, Mm -hmm. but we are also being watched back. That's so
0: interesting to think about. Like, honestly, I I've come to terms with the fact that you know I am fully being watched by every camera and every microphone and everything mm-hmm. all around and being tracked. I mean, I could say right now that I'm you know craving Applebee's and get a freaking
1: ad within two seconds for Applebee's. Like, I mean, I legit sometimes think about things that I want and then they there. just pop up. On, no, they yeah, just pop up on my like my ads and I'm just like. And it's happened like three times this week. I'm not gonna lie, like for it happens it's happened often. like three times this week, and I'm kind of just hitting it in this point where I'm just like, "What's what's up? What's really good?" <laughs> like, when did you guys chip me? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Because honestly, it
0: is really trippy. It's interesting to think about the way that they'll use this data in order to help bring the metaverse to life and help bring us into the metaverse. Because it's kind of like, it's it's really backwards. It's using what we've been scared of the most in order to create something that's what we want. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if we are also focused on certain things such as, you know, material things or politics or all these things, like, they can kind of tap in and know that. And I mean they as in just the digital realm. Like, the digital realm kind of already knows what we're talking about just as we exist. And so it's creating the next phase of where we're going already knowing all of
1: this. But, like, I guess my question is, is the fear there of, like, somebody coming along like and, and sort of, like, mucking that all up and using the same sorts of things that we've already been using in, like, our regular lives mm. and trying to, like, add that to the metaverse? Or is it, like – Because, I mean, I think the other the other cool thing about, like, the metaverse in, in some aspects of it, it, it's kind of punk rock in this weird way. A little bit. A little bit. It's edgy. <laughs> it's a little edgy. You know, it's, like, different. It's, like – Because, you know, it's not just, like – because it's so intangible and because nobody knows what it is really yet, it's like you have all of these people who can contribute to it in different ways who have no affiliations with like governments or like totally, anything like that. Totally. So in that way it is kind of like you know, it's interesting. It's like it's 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 it's, it's yeah, like you said, it's edgy. <laughs>
0: I like that it. it's really off the grid it's it's the kids that hang out under the bleachers it's
1: yeah it's really <laughs> off the grid it's, 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 it's the kids that hang, it's off the grid but it's completely on the grid it's, exactly it, it, it's, <laughs> it's part of the grid
0: <laughs> the metaverse is the grid people. the metaverse is the grid <laughs> no i think it's so interesting especially too going into like cryptocurrencies and everything um because i know we've talked a little bit about it but like just within the way of being able to not only transfer money fast but being able to like transfer you know nfts for example Like we were talking about like non-fungible tokens Um, and what that means to our best understanding is just, or let me say to mine, to my best understanding is is that it is something that is not replaceable. It's not something that is you know, sellable for the same price as you got it for in a way because it's one of a kind. And like, I, from my understanding, NFTs all come with their own certification of it being an individual thing, and that's why every single time it gets sold, it can kind of be appraised
1: a little bit. I guess, I, you know, you know, what I always wonder with that sort of thing because I don't really have a wild amount of interest in. I should probably develop a little bit, but maybe just a whatever. Bit um, my thing about my thing about it is. You know, money has always been going in this very digital route. Like True. most people don't carry cash. Let's be, we got a little plastic let's, card. Let's be one hundred percent frank about that. Um, and then I think about like NFTs. You know, because there is like there's like I feel like there's two camps to NFTs where it's like there's one camper that's just like this is not art. This is not this. This is not that. Mm. Um, they should not be like going for this much money. But then you also think about it. I'm just like okay, but like bitches were saying the same things about like memes. Not, but like. 10 years ago. Totally. And like, yeah. And like memes have kind of become like, there's some memes that people know more about than like, like there are some people on the planet who could recite like 10 of their favorite, like quotes from their favorite memes, 10 of their favorite memes, but like
0: might not know what the Mona Lisa is. It's true. I mean, it even takes, makes me wonder. It's like people may not follow let me bring her back, Miss Kim Kardashian. But we all know the memes of Kim Kardashian. Oh, we all know, we Kim Kardashian. all know like the context, kind of, without even needing to
1: know who she is. And I think that's really funny. But that's, um, to backtrack, my thing with the NFTs is like this. It's like, so is it that different to appraise an NFT for a wildly high value if it's apparently this thing that can't be replicated? Mm-hmm. Because that's the same thing with, like, you know, really fine works of art. And this is not me saying that you can't... This is literally me posing that question.
0: Well, it's interesting, too, because I don't think of it as, like... From my best understanding, it's not like... I sold this to you, and then two days later, you sold this to me. It's like you are becoming an art collector at this point. And so, if you're buying this NFT, you're kind of going to hold on to this piece because you know that it has value. And then maybe within months or years, that value is only going to keep going up. And so, like for my understanding, there was this, there was this, um, there is this group of NFTs called. Um, let me not fuck this up. Crypto punks, And they are based in California. Ooh. And they are literally like just... I think there's like thousands of them. But they were created in like 2017, 2018. And they were worth letter, literally less than a dollar. And now they're worth like $85 million. It's only been like five, six years. Is it because no one knows... I think it's because there's only one of them. So because there's only one of each one, their value is just so high that it's like it's like buying a Mona Lisa at that point. Because anybody could buy a print of the Mona Lisa and anybody could buy a print of an NFT, but the only real NFT is the one that the person owns it's like i have an nft and it's literally sitting in my little crypto bank or whatever and sometimes i check on it and sometimes it's like like the last time i checked that i I think it was like at eleven thousand dollars but then like a time before that it was like 600 bucks it really does like fluctuate with like the stock market too and everything even though it's like separate from the stock market it's like so weird but that's my best understanding and like I will be holding on to this little crypto person for five, six years, hoping I'll get my Millie.
1: <laughs> Should we make an ed- miseducation of styling NFTs? That'd be cute, <laughs> like
0: just one of one.
1: Just one <laughs> of one, honey. And
0: y'all can trade her among yourselves. Okay. Oh, and the cool thing about NFTs too, which is which is something I do know, is that if. Um, You make, so say I'm a music artist, for example, right? And Uh, I want to sell my music. I can sell it in an album. I can put it on Spotify and make money like that. Or I can create it as an NFT. So now everybody could buy my music, but I will always get, um, I will always get, what are they called? Like uh, your, like artist pay. Like a royalty? Yes, I'll always get royalties. And so now, even if these people were to sell this art, the original creator still gets royalties. That's cool. So it is really cool because even if you sold your art for $1, but then 50 years later, it's like worth $50 million, you're going to get a cut of that. And that's fucking cool. So I'm like, NFTs are something that I still really don't know too much about. I am interested, but it's really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. But I, I don't know as much about digital currency.
1: I know very little about uh digital currency in terms of like, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Dogecoin. I know all the names, apparently. <laughs> um, I just know that it is something that a lot of people have got a very good grasp on in terms of how they make money with it. And I know that, like, with all of those things, it's, it's typically, like, something that seems like people who already have their finances in order mm-hmm. really kind of, like, dabble in. Because, I mean, I don't want to say it's true you have to
0: have money to make money
1: you have to have money to make money and you know i don't necessarily want to say that it is sort of like gambling but it is sort of like gambling
0: it is because we still don't know where it's gonna end up you know these people these little crypto punks didn't know they were gonna be millionaires yeah
1: exactly like at the end of the day so it's one of those and you know a disclaimer for everybody listening this is not a saying to go out and buy like a thousand nfts Not not a saying to hop on ethereum and start your like if but you were, do your research do your research get on first. twitter and, get on twitter get on get, join the discords join the discords there's there's a lot of information about all of these things you know talk to your friends who've already been successful in this because I guarantee everybody on here has at least one friend who's kind of figured it out it's true <laughs> um, but yeah it it's is, like 1 in 50 people right one now 1 in 50 people seem to know what they're doing with these things um I'm not one of those 50. I think it's really interesting. Um, even talking about
0: cryptocurrency, I know that, like, I think we kind of mentioned it, but I just saw in the news that Balenciaga is the first um, designer label um, to accept cryptocurrency on their mm. on their main site. And I think that's really cool. Not even just as, like, something that we have to do, but it, as something that is now an, as a possibility. You know, it's kind of like Apple Pay.
1: Well, I mean, there's a, there's a 100% chance that, like, I, I think it's going to be like you know it's going to spread like eventually like everybody's going to start accepting it as like a form of currency
0: and i think too where like nft or not nft's cryptocurrency and uh um the stock market kind of line up is because this like value like if my if i'm going back to nft's like non-fungible token it literally means it can't be replaced because the value of it is consistently changing mm-hmm. and so it's like If you're doing, like, if you're buying a Balenciaga bag or any designer bag, say, for, like, one Ethereum. Now, I think that that's crazy because I think one Ethereum is, like, crazy high. But say you're buying it for one Ethereum. Then Ethereum itself goes down because, like, the stock market, it goes up and it goes down. Mm. Then you're kind of losing value on what you just bought. You know what I mean? Because you spent $1,000 on it, hypothetically, or however much Ethereum is. But now it's worth less. So, like, that's kind of shitty in its own way. I'm just like, I'm trying to wrap my head around that a little bit. (laughs) It's a lot. It really is because from my understanding, Ethereum right now is consistently going up and down. And it's like, it's I mean, from what
1: I know Ethereum is, it, it's the best one. It, that's like, what it, I've heard it's, too. It's, it's the one that you want to have, but uh-huh. it's also like the most expensive and it's the one that fluctuates the most.
0: It does. It fluctuates a lot. And because of that, it's like, yes, buy when it's low, you know, sell when it's high, like they say or whatever. But like at the same time, if you don't know what about what what it is, which I mean, I barely know what it is, then like it's kind of something where I guess as a bystander, you want to just kind of like get connected with the communities without necessarily like spending your money first. You know what I mean? Like go to these kind of like pop-ups, go to these kind of like gap. Gather- because they're all over the place even in just online social media mm-hmm. like there are forums and there are people talking about this stuff that want to help other people get there and get we involved. just went to a panel it's true it really is Fine, like, solo. there we go <laughs> <laughs> um but no um should we take a little break yeah i think we should take a little break all right we'll be right back, right back. all about the metaverse so welcome back we're back so andy i have a question
1: shoot what is the role that you think we as stylists are going to play in this whole metaverse
0: role? That's so interesting because, you know, we as stylists are the little trend centers mm-hmm. for the way things are working, especially within the fashion industry. Um, so I think with as a stylist within the metaverse, I think there's so many different ways that this could go. Um, if we're thinking like within using tools such as VR, the metaverse kind of allows me to be anywhere in the world which means I could work anywhere in the world without even having to be there. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's really cool. You know, I could be on set in Japan, you know, doing some crazy freaking editorial and really be sitting in my apartment in New York, which I think that that's really cool. Or we can kind of go into more about digital styling and digital fashion and, and being able to then create full concepts without any clothes at all and then insert clothing actually in post, in post-production, in case anybody doesn't know what post means. Um, yeah i think those are two things off the top of my head that i think that if i were to go into something right now that's what i could probably do within the metaverse within styling what about you where do you think that styling and the fashion industry integrates itself into the metaverse i feel
1: like for me you know i have i have had like a lot of talks with people about like sort of like styling nfts mm. or you know with the way things are moving in my mind, I see at some point there being everybody with their own actual physical digital avatar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is that they do with these avatars, but I believe that these avatars will need some sort of stylist. That's what I feel.
0: I feel the same.
1: Um, They'll need clothes. like, And I feel like you know, like that salon aspect of like things will never really die. And maybe it's going to be like this whole – ooh, that'd be so competitive. Maybe it's going to be like this mad dash to get the pieces from the labels – uh, crazy. via like you know these weird NFT tokens, so then you can have like mm-hmm. the 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 brand new Dior gown mm-hmm. because this one person had it. Yeah, and you had to buy it from them, and like I I, I think and it, it may be it'll probably be something much simpler than that, and it probably won't won't be like, to start as bad off. yet yeah. um, but I think like you know when you think about it, like that's not that crazy, like there's been there are a lot of things that have existed mm-hmm. where there have been avatars where you've had to pay money to have clothes To have clothes club, club, penguins. <laughs> club penguins i'm sure wow too world of warcraft like yeah. you had to, you had to pay a lot of money yes our irl um so i just sort of think like maybe that's like the the the, the way maybe and, and honestly maybe that's what style should be considering right now especially if you're really young like Is there some way you can collaborate with brands to make like a digital collection or something Mm -hmm. like that? That, I mean, because they've already done digital collections, but maybe Mm -hmm. like one, like ones where you can actually put them up for auction. Yeah, you make a lot
0: of money doing that. And then sell them as NFTs. I think that's really cool. Um, Another kind of like idea that comes to mind is like, and this isn't very far off from what we're already doing, but like people are creating like digital styling already, and like being able to like you know do personal styling and and catalog people's closets and then be able to match up things and and sell them things and get you know um clothes for their clients and so i think that that could be done digitally too in a way or within the metaverse where it's like okay now i can have clients all over the world i can deal with that all over the world i can walk through their closets i can go through that i can put together full catalogs i'm living in a world where i could kind of even like move things around like tony stark Mm -hmm. with my hands you know and like oh my
1: god yeah i love that
0: (laughs) so i think that's really cool um Honestly, like I said earlier, I really do think we're going into, like, a video game or we're going into a sci-fi movie. And, like, it's not far off from what we think to, we should expect. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be something like that soon. I mean,
1: I, I mean, it, I think, like, it's going to be so subtle because it, it, it continues to be so subtle. Definitely. Um, but I think it's one of those things where, like, try to plan for it if you can. I don't think really anyone can em- at this em- point embrace it when it comes because it will affect, you know, your day-to-day life as a stylist at some point. You know, there, there, there might come a point where, like, we can, like, take cryptocurrency as a form of... Pay- I mean, I know you can in some places right now. I haven't personally figured out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Not me neither yet. <laughs> I don't know how to take no, your money digitally. I never do figure out how to do that. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have Apple Pay? <laughs> No, but yeah, I feel like uh, there's a lot of different things that are probably going to come on down the line that are going to affect fashion and stylists. Like, we already see a lot of things are happening um, at, like, the highest of, like, levels, right? Mm. And then I feel like it's going to start eventually, like, trickling down from just, like, you know, like, the major labels like the Balenciagas and such like that to just, like, you know, your everyday – your everyday gigs.
0: Your it makes me gigs. wonder because if, like, we're moving into this digital world, right, and, like, people are going to sell us things – are we able to make those ourselves you know what i mean like say there is this like oh i don't know like this vintage armani like slip gown or something from like 1997 and like i want to recreate it instead of spending the money to buy it but wouldn't that be the digital knockoff well if it's an nft yes but if like (laughs) uh, but like at the same time why not like it's not gonna say sheen on
1: it (laughs) You gonna be the girl out here with the digital box. The digital box, I love Like,
0: it. because why not? If you as an artist are going to step into this world, I think that like we really should come prepared with as many tools
1: in our toolbox as possible. I mean, that is very metaverse of you. Like, honestly, to even, like think that way. That's very like, yeah. Just like you know what? No, I'm just going to like make just, it. We make the market, and I think that that's what designers are
0: doing right now in IRL. We see something we like, we recreate mm-hmm. it. That's what these designers, designers are, are doing, true. anyways. Like. So I think it would be no different in the metaverse. We're going to see things we like and we're going to want to make them ourselves too. I love that. And I think as a stylist, like I am a little bit of a designer myself, but I never went to school. I'm not technically trained. And I think that that... As a stylist and as a creative, the metaverse only opens up these doors for me to be able to actually conceptualize these concepts that I already have and then make them into something real without mm-hmm. having to have that technical skill. 100%. And that's freaking awesome because like I, some people can't afford to go to school for, for fashion design. No. You know? It's thousands of dollars. I mean, and even if, even if you can get in the door and even if you do go through school, we are stepping into a
1: digital age, people. So why not learn how to do it digitally? And you can. I feel like you can with a. Uh, it's like with anything now, with almost anything now, you can learn online if you really, really, really want to. And it's I think true. The metaverse is just kind of going to. It's gonna end up lending itself to that totally, and I do think you know. Obviously, we talk
0: about online as if everybody has access to you know, you know, the internet all the time and computers and technology and technology all the time. And in the worlds that we live in, we think that we do, but privileges do come into that, and there are still gonna be there's still gonna be this waiting period until everybody has access to mm-hmm. all of this. And I think that's interesting.
1: I qu- speaking of privilege. Uh, Retail, hmm. um, I feel like we talked about this in the podcast before. I know I hate physically shopping now, but yeah. sometimes I do wonder if if I could like hop on my computer and because honestly I don't even like online shopping anymore either. Just shopping in general is like, like it's a bit stressful for me now at this. As point. a stylist, yeah. But so. sometimes I wonder if like, if they had like a little like digital version where you're actually in the store, mm. like it's a video mm. game, like right, and you're in the store with other. Like NPC, so or not NPC cool. or, yeah, that, that like populate. Uh-huh. So there's other player characters around you, and like the items are there, right? But mm-hmm. it's coming from like the direct stock. So there actually is a limited amount of things you can get. Like you can't just buy it, right? Gotcha. Or you can buy it, but you actually have to go to the thing, open up the next application that pulls up like the thing get your size, go through the entire thing. And then you like you you grab all your items, you go to like uh the fitting room, the digital fitting room, so mm-hmm. then like this version of this actual more realistic version That'd of be you so cool. with all your measurements comes up and it shows you what it's going to look like on you. I do think about that like in terms of like styling and retail shop. I'm just like, "Oh, I'd probably do that if that was the case cuz that totally. could literally you you could you could buy like you buy 40 outfits in like probably 45 minutes as long as you're, uh router didn't give out and then take that an even
0: step further and i know you've you've actually brought this up but then we go into digital showrooms which as a stylist if i don't have to go into the actual showrooms to go pick up and drop pieces off like oh my god that's game changer like, honestly, if I don't have to spend hours going through the pieces mm-hmm. that you guys have, like, don't get me wrong. I don't love when, like, designers or showrooms will just send me a full catalog. Like, it is nice, but sometimes it it isn't helpful. Sometimes you need to see it. Sometimes I need to see it, especially if it's, like, some intricate jewelry or some body chain or something. Like, I need to see how it's actually going to look on you mm-hmm. or just held up. So I think that that's interesting. And, like, if we are going into a more metaverse, like, kind of age... Going back to where you were talking about retail, where, you know, we're able to go in there and see these pieces like... On a model, or even the model that we are going to be shooting them on, then we can go in there with our model without actually being with the model at all. Try on clothes. That's actually true. Do a whole fitting. Oh my god, I could do fittings virtually. Entire virtual. I could do all my work from my couch, bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's also so frightening to think about. Because then, what are we? Then what are we like? You're right. What are we doing after? Do do, do you just show up to set? It just makes me wonder. It's like because when are they like? When are they like? Okay, well, we already know. Like, what they're wearing and everything else. So, wait, do we need you to come that day? Yeah, it's true. No, we don't. I guess you just hike up the rate.
0: At that point, if you're going to digitally scan everybody to where you have exact replicas digitally, then, like, they don't even have to be there. They don't. We can use somebody that's not actually there. Like, that's so cool. I didn't think about that. Like, I'm trying to create a project this year, actually, with um, this celebrity and i'm trying to work with the designer digitally to create an ai for them that we can fully go and throw clothes on and i think that i i really don't know much about it but it excites me because i don't know much about it. that is exciting though. you know so there's so many possibilities honestly with what we can do in this this new age and i think that the only thing that we really can do right now is is prepare ourselves and educate ourselves. 100%. Just listen, you know? Because I don't think anybody's right as of right now. Nobody really has any, a real definition of what the fuck the metaverse is. But I do think that we get to create it. So, like, let's actually be active in that creation
1: process. And I think that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, allowing ourselves to gear it towards... I think the metaverse is you allowing yourself to gear towards your specific needs, mm-hmm. right? Because reali- realistically, at the end of the day, it's it's such a specific tool. And whether you're a stylist, a photographer, or, what, or whatever mm-hmm. in this world, I think it's just about you being able to be like, okay, this is what I need this to do for me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, get on it now before like somebody starts to come over and like dictate it and true. figure out what it's supposed to do for you because once somebody does there's
0: not going to be any changing that you mm-hmm. know when someone comes in here with a new algorithm it's changing baby mm-hmm. so i say let's have our fun right now while we're figuring that out it's really interesting yeah but it's exciting as much as it is scary but i think that with everything great we are we are human beings we naturally get scared of what we don't know absolutely and i think that that's what makes life worth living honestly you know,
1: well, on that note, <laughs> we outie is so lovely. You guys got a double dose. This is kind of like a part one and a part two. I almost feel like uh-huh.
0: Just a little bit. It yeah. ended up like part one, part two. This episode is a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah I feel like we said. Half of what we needed to say last time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is like the, you know, this is, it's it's May. It's the existentialism season. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, that's what this was for us. And we just wanted to come bug y'all during Gemini season. We definitely
0: wanted to come bug y'all during Gemini season. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we will see you next month. When, Marcus? The last Sunday of the month. Last Sunday of every month. We're so excited. And thank you for listening. Thank you. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.